Welcome to KXAN News Today. Here's your Thursday morning headlines. Drivers in Buffalo, New York are allowed on the road this morning for the first time since last Friday. A travel ban was lifted overnight. It was imposed after the weekend blizzard that dumped up to four feet of snow and killed at least 28 people in the city. We're waiting to hear from Atmos Energy about Governor Greg Abbott's call for a state investigation into that company. Many Texas customers had low or no gas pressure during last week's freeze. Abbott said Atmos was either, quote, unprepared for the winter weather system, failed to perform for its customers as promised, or both. Starting next Thursday, anyone flying from China to the U.S. will have to get a negative COVID-19 test before they can board. The new CDC policy comes after a surge in COVID cases in China and fears of a new variant that could emerge. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to KXAN News Today on this last Thursday of December and of this year to take a live look outside from our Estonia camera. Good to have you around everyone. I'm Sally Hernandez. And I'm Erica Brennis. We're excited to welcome Kristen back. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're in mm-hmm. for kind of a warm New Year's Eve celebration. A, a warm up out there. Yeah, for sure. We felt it yesterday. We're going to continue to feel that today. Let me start with a look at our air quality here. Right off the bat, we've got moderate air quality, which is going to be something we'll be watching for. We've got some particulate matter out there, but in general, it's going to be some storms and showers we'll be tracking later today. Right now, our clouds and radar not showing anything too exciting. We're dry for the moment. We do have live look outside from our Whittlesey Landscape Supplies weather camera there. Southeast Austin looking good. We can see the skyline, but we will be watching for some possible fog development here over the next few hours. Right now, I'm not seeing any major issues. Some slight reductions out in Fayette County. In general, though, had a little bit of wind overnight. It helped keep those low clouds from settling. So I will watch those winds carefully here uh, through the morning, but temperatures much, much warmer than what we had 24 hours ago. We're up into the 60s this morning. In fact, that low temperature right now of 64 degrees is higher than our average high this time of year. So we are certainly a little bit warmer than normal, that's for sure. Not only in the morning, but in the afternoon, too. Those 60s climbing to the 70s today. Rain chances start low, but then they get up to about 40% later this afternoon and coming up in your first morning forecast I'm going to outline not only where the storms are expected to develop today but also the severe risk there is going to be a low chance of seeing some strong thunderstorms this afternoon those unseasonably warm temperatures those are going to continue all the way into the weekend and of course get your holiday forecast New Year's Eve New Year's Day I'll show you what you can expect coming up and your first morning forecast. Thank you. An Austin woman accused of killing her husband this week is in the Travis County Jail this morning. Police say Trini Spath shot and killed her husband Tuesday morning in South Austin. She now faces a first degree murder charge. Officers responded around seven o'clock in the morning to the shooting on Kansas River Drive off of Menchaca Road near the Grand Oaks neighborhood. That's when they found Stephen Spath with three gunshot wounds to his chest. Police say that he made it to a neighbor's porch while attempting to call for help, and that's when he died. According to APD, his wife was found a few houses down still with the gun. A state agency is defending itself after it cleared out a homeless camp on the same day the city of Austin shut down their cold weather shelters. TxDOT says its crews cleaned up the camp under Highway 290 near South Lamar. They tossed out tents, clothes, and sleeping bags. Some people experiencing homelessness watched their belongings get bulldozed into piles and sent off in dumpsters. 
We are not alive or life form. We're human beings just like you, and you're one paycheck away from being me. I used to be a home health care provider. Outreach groups say they feel the work they did to keep people warm was also thrown away. They say it shouldn't have happened, especially not this week after the cold weather. People's lives were saved because of, and fingers and toes were saved because of uh, clothing and gloves and, and, and socks provided by this collaborative and this initiative. Yeah, I'm just going to call it what it is. It's thievery. A TxDOT spokesperson says people experiencing homelessness are given the opportunity to remove all of their personal belongings before the cleanup occurs. By bringing Mexican wolves back to their original home could help animal and plant life here in Texas. And just because a major airline cancels most of their flights doesn't mean these local parents will miss their children's national TV debut. The 134th Rose Parade is on Monday in Pasadena, California. Workers are rushing to get everything ready for the massive floats. Flowers were delivered just this week. The average cost of a corporate float is about $350,000. Smaller ones cost about $40,000. The price of materials has increased by about 40%. So designers are reusing materials from previous floats. And also prepping for the Rose Bowl, Cedar Park's Vista Ridge High School marching band but Southwest flight cancellations made it really difficult for the parents to get out to California to watch in person. KXAN's Brianna Hollis shows us the alternative solution that they came up with so that they don't have to miss this opportunity. On the very pavement, this marching band has put in hours of practice. Their parents geared up for hours of driving because Southwest canceled their flight. Well, they said, forget the skies. We're going to hop on six wheels and take a bus to California instead. I just wanted to tell you a big, huge thank you. Um, the fact that we have people who are willing to take a 20-hour bus ride. Just another example of the thousands of stories pouring in across the country from travelers impacted by the widespread issues at Southwest. At this point, Vista Ridge students and staff will make their flights. So the show will go on, but the rest of the gang had to think fast. Their original flight was Thursday. They found out on Tuesday it was canceled. And we're talking dozens of parents. For the parents to be there means the world to us, uh, staff members, and to the kids that the support just feels so good. The kids have been excited since day one when they uh, we found out last November that we were invited to do this. Students put in the work for months to get ready to perform with their parents' help behind the scene, of course. And these parents aren't going to let a couple more hours, well, a dozen more hours, keep them from watching the band from the side of the parade route. The trees that survived the hurricanes are the ones that bend in the wind. So flexibility is the name of the game. And Brianna Hollis, KXAN News. And the band will appear in the live coverage of the Rose Parade around 11 a.m. our time on Monday, January 2nd. We were wondering why the parade will be held on the day after New Year's. Well, organizers say there is a no Sunday rule. It was implemented in 1893 to accommodate church services. When travel plans don't go your way, you do have rights, but you don't want to wait until a crisis situation to know what you're entitled to. Flyersrights.org is a nonprofit that advocates for passengers. It says if your flight is canceled, you are entitled to a refund. If your flight is delayed, you are not entitled to compensation. 
Protections do not guarantee vouchers for hotels, meals, or transportation. You should keep detailed records of what's happening as it could come in handy, though, if you decide to file complaints. Why people in Leander say last week's gas cutoff could have something to do with rapid growth. And we talked to the teenager who will oversee the ballot box starting next month in one central Texas county. Final game of the season for the Longhorns as they try to close it out with a bowl win in San Antonio. I'll have more on that coming up. Five is your time. A live look outside to see what that is looking like in South Austin. And Kristen has your forecast in a bit. Austin police are investigating what led up to the death of a person in Lady Bird Lake. The body was found near the Congress Avenue Bridge yesterday. Paramedics say that they were called out around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. The family of an off-duty police officer killed by an alleged drunk driver last summer is suing the driver at a nearby bar. Jeffrey Richardson worked for the Poteet Police Department south of San Antonio. Police say the driver hit and killed Richardson while he was working traffic in a construction zone here in Austin by the domain. Through this case, we hope to bring about positive change regarding how bars, sellers, servers of alcoholic beverages operate, that they ensure that all employees adhere to safe alcohol server standards, that they make certain that when a person is obviously intoxicated, that they cut them off in order to protect our community. KXN reached out to the bar named in the lawsuit, but we haven't heard back. Officer Richardson leaves behind a wife and three children. Well, concerns this morning continue to grow for the health of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. The Vatican says the 95-year-old's condition has worsened and doctors are constantly monitoring him. Benedict was the first pontiff to resign in 600 years, and that was back in 2013. His successor, Pope Francis, asking Catholics yesterday to pray for Benedict, saying that he was very sick. Well, the year 2022 was an amazing year in space. The Artemis One flew around the moon. The Webb telescope showed us galaxies hundreds of millions of miles away, light years away. And NASA altered an asteroid. And commercial space operators, including SpaceX, have big plans for 2023. So what do crucial research missions need to accomplish before we can set our sights on the moon and beyond? It's about building a permanent base. It's about building a, um, a space station that will orbit the moon. It's about getting us started in terms of having fuel depots, supply depots. It's really about building the infrastructure that we'll build off of for the next 50 years. Coming up on today, Tom Costello is talking with experts about those major advances for humanity that are planned next year. Yeah, what can we do next year now? <laughs> I know. We did a lot. When you put it that way, we did a lot this year. We really did, yeah. I, I like a lot up in space and a lot down here on Earth, too. Yeah. Let me show you what's going on with your earthly forecast here. I'm going to focus in on Central Texas because we've got a little disturbance rolling our way, and this is going to trigger some storms and showers later today. Let's get you out the door first this morning. Temperatures are in the 50s and 60s. Believe it or not, these temperatures are running a good 20 to 30 degrees 
degrees warmer than what we had yesterday at this time. We're up by 15 in Georgetown, up by over 20 degrees here in Austin. Fayette County really feeling it. Your temperatures 30 degrees plus over yesterday's morning temperatures. So it's it's a noticeable start uh, as far as the warm up goes. And we're going to continue to see afternoon highs in the 70s. We saw it yesterday. We'll see it today. We'll see it again tomorrow. These 70s uh, warmer than normal by a good 10 degrees. Rain chances will increase through the day. Let me show you that because from now through about lunchtime, we can mainly see um, maybe a few isolated pockets of sprinkles, but it's really not until the later part of the afternoon that my eye shifts towards areas along and east of I-35. That's that 40% chance of storms we're looking at here. Uh, for areas along and east of 77, your risk is greatest for some of those storms maybe being strong to severe, but everything is expected to clear overnight. And as far as your Friday goes, a few isolated showers linger, but today will be the better day for rain. That being said, it's a one out of five concern for a strong to severe storm in this dark green color. I'm looking at Leake County, Eastern Bastrop, just the very eastern fringes at that, and Fayette County. Most of this severe weather is going to be east of our area. That being said, hail and damaging winds will be the two primary concerns. We'll also be watching for some isolated downpours here. Some areas could pick up over an inch, but that will definitely be the exception and not the rule. As you can see, the majority of us are expected to stay dry today. As far as your Friday goes, 10% chance of an isolated sprinkle tomorrow. You'll notice Saturday is dry and Sunday dry with a little more cloud cover building in late in the day on Sunday. That does leave us with a mainly clear New Year's Eve. If you're making the plans for the holiday, you can plan on 60s to start and then 50s as we ring in 2023 here at midnight. Seven day forecast temperatures in the mid 70s today for those making the trek down to San Antonio for the bowl game. Just know that their temperatures will be pretty similar, but they have lower rain chances. Not a bad idea to uh, grab the raincoat just in case, but it will not be a washout. Temperatures a little cooler tomorrow. 10% chance of an isolated light rain shower, mainly sunny and dry for your weekend. Then we get ready for another cold front pushing through on Monday with a 40% chance of storms and showers. Cooler temperatures will follow. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Hi, good morning to you. It is game day, meeting the last day of the season for the Longhorns as they get set to take on Washington this evening in the Alamo Bowl at the Alamo Dome. Coaches met for their final press conference. Kalen DeBoer at Washington. Steve Sarkeesian, of course, he's a former Washington coach. Longhorns trying to close with a bang. They won their last two games. They were sitting there on six wins, but then got it to eight and four comfortably into bowl eligibility. So where does a bowl game rank in importance? You know, it used to be that springboard to the next season. But now with roster overhaul and the transfer portal, teams look so different. That's maybe not the case. But, well, bottom line for a program in its second year against a top 15 opponent, that's key. Getting nine wins. Um, just look at the last decade of Texas football. When was, how many times has there been nine wins in a season? And, um, you know, we're trying to build something that, that is sustainable, uh, that can withstand the test of time. We don't want to be a one-hit wonder. We want to be able to build this the right way, and I think we are doing that. I think our players recognize that, but validity is winning, right? 
you know, that's why I think this game is obviously very important to, to all of us in our organization. Uh, it's going to take a really good effort. You know, we're going to have to play really well in this game to do that. Uh, but inevitably, I think we're doing a lot of things the right way. I think we're, we're coaching the right way. I think we're recruiting the right way. I think we've instilled the, the, the culture in our, in our team the, the right way. Um, but inevitably, it comes down to performing and uh, performing the right way on game day. And that's the next opportunity we have is tomorrow night. That's tonight, and it will be an interesting quarterback matchup. Quinn Ewers, only one game over 300 yards passing, and that was a big struggle at Oklahoma State. Meantime, Washington's Michael Penix Jr. leads the nation in passing over 4,300 yards. And, of course, Longhorns without their two workhorses at running back, Bijan Robinson and Roshan Johnson. We'll have coverage throughout the evening on KXAN and on KXAN.com. Back to you. Thanks, Roger. The Hayes County teen will soon become the county's new district clerk. Yeah, 19-year-old Avery Anderson is facing some backlash for his age and lack of experience. The 19-year-old beat out the incumbent Beverly Crumley in the November election. She served as the clerk for 12 years and was in the office for 30. Six of the 18 district clerk employees have left their positions since Avery won. But he tells KXAN he is steadfast in preparing for the role and is excited about his first term. I'm definitely excited. I'm uh, happy to serve my community and uh, I'm, I'm happy to, to lay this down. You know, I'm happy to figure it out. I'm happy to, to make it work. He's 19 years of age and uh, he is committed and he's ready to learn. I've had a chance to talk with him about his vision and he is excited and invested. Now, a Texas district clerk oversees all filled district court lawsuits, filed rather, court lawsuits and other responsibilities, including managing the court's registry and preserving historical records. Good news following last week's frigid weather in Texas rescued sea turtles. About 160 Atlantic green sea turtles were released back into the Gulf of Mexico on Tuesday. The turtles were cold stunned by last week's temperatures. More than 500 people showed up to South Padre Island to watch as workers and volunteers carried the turtles to the ocean. This is what it's all about. Uh, it's why we do what we do. Uh, our success rate and having 150, 160 to release so quickly is just a testament to the volunteer force and the staff at Sea Turtle Inc. and how quickly they responded. A spokesperson says the release was possible since the water temperature in the Gulf was back to at least 60 degrees. We're going to be talking about the Texas Lobo Coalition as well as the Mexican Wolf. You're going to learn about that. Hope Carr is our guest here today. Tell me about the Texas Lobo Coalition. Yes, so we are a newly formed nonprofit organization. We officially formed in June of 2021. Um, and our mission is to restore the Mexican wolf into part of its historic range in West Texas, and it no longer currently resides there. So tell me a little more about that. Yeah, so the um, Mexican wolf, um, its historic range was in a good portion of the Southwest United States. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people have a negative association with apex predators such as wolves, so they were hunted to the point of practically extinction in the wild, um, and they've been successfully reintroduced in a small management area in New Mexico and Arizona. Um, but unfortunately, they're not back in Texas yet, and we would like to see that happen. 
Now, are you doing this alone as the coalition or are you collaborating with others in this effort? Our goal is to collaborate with um, anyone that has interest in being involved, as well as people who are concerned, like landowners, um, ranchers. We would like to make sure that they are comfortable um, with the idea of restoration, um, as well as other organizations that may have interest in reintroducing other species of animals. Now, I understand there is an ecological benefit could you explain that, please? Yeah, so I think a lot of people are familiar with the restoration of gray wolves in Yellowstone, um, and that was back in the mid-90s, um, and the effects of that were, I think, greater than what people thought it may be. So by having an apex predator, you're controlling um, deer populations that can ultimately make them healthier. Um, it can decrease the, the likelihood of chronic wasting disease. As the deer populations go down, plant populations bounce back, and that actually helps other animals thrive as well. Now, is there any way that the general public can help you in this effort? Talk to Texas Parks and Wildlife Department, talk to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, um, talk to your government officials, and just let them know that this is something that you're interested in. Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.